According to AARP New York, a state program responsible for overseeing the care of the elderly in more than a thousand institutional settings around the Empire State has been underfunded for years and is poised for further depletion of resources under the governor's budget proposal. For more on the issue, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Bill Ferris, a legislative representative for AARP New York. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. So the oversight entity in question here is the Long-Term Care Ombudsman Program. What is the background of this nursing home watchdog? Well, it's a program that is designed to have a regular presence in nursing homes and be literally the eyes and ears of residents in those nursing homes and adult care facilities. And is this something that the state cooked up? Is this a federal mandate? What's the origin of it? It's a federal law that states should have a long-term care ombudsman program in each state, and uh, obviously we have one here in New York, and we believe the program is failing its mission. And we think that the reason why this program is failing is because the governor doesn't fund it. And the stated goal is to reach each facility in New York at least uh, once a week. How many facilities are we talking about here, and what types of settings are we considering? Well, there's about 1,400 long-term care facilities, adult care facilities, with about 600 nursing homes in that 1,400. So the goal of the program, as you said, is to have a ombudsman go into each facility once a week. And this is nursing homes, assisted living, adult care homes. It's really the whole gamut of a long-term care setting that a senior would receive services in. And the ombudsman oversight is to look out for what? Elder abuse, quality of care, all of the above? It's all the above. It's A to Z. It's their quality of life in the nursing home, how they live, what the food is. And then it gets into the the serious stuff about abuse. And that's one of the biggest functions of the the long-term care ombudsman program we see as a benefit not only to the residents, but the family is, is really the abuse that occurs in nursing homes. And this gives them a voice. And as we discussed, we don't think that voice is strong enough because the governor has not funded this program to meet its goals. Well, yeah, based on the funding that we've seen in the past and even for the current fiscal year, how often are facilitators actually getting uh, into uh, the institutional settings we've been discussing? Well, if you look at the statewide numbers, and, and these aren't AARP numbers, these are the numbers that are posted on the State Office for Aging website. And for the goal of the program is one visit uh, by an ombudsman per facility. Only 12% of all those facilities get one visit per week. So simple math, you know, you have more than a majority of facilities not even getting a visit. But one thing we did notice is that the money that the legislature has put in the last couple of years, we have seen those numbers shift to more visits by ombudsman. And so we thought that was a very good sign. We, you know, we thank Assemblyman Kim and Senator Clear for their um, uh, push for more money. But then this year, the budget comes out and the governor takes back the money that the legislature appropriated, which was very disappointing to ARP. Safe to assume then with less funding, the number of visits would go down? That's what we're thinking. When you see the investments made in the past and you see the number shift to more coverage, Undoubtedly, when you take the money back, we we believe that the coverage will go down again. But the other issue, too, that we're hearing from the community groups that actually implement the long-term care ombudsman program is that 
they have hired staff to go out into these facilities. And, and so you're spending money at the not-for-profit level when you know, they get the money from the state, and now they can't keep the staff because the money is being depleted with the lack of investment by the governor. And how much money are we talking about here, Bill? Is this a lot of money in the context of a $230 billion-plus budget? Well, that's a great question because we're not talking about a lot of money here. The program this year is funded at $3.6 million of state money. It gets, it gets some money from the feds, but not a lot. So we're talking $3.6 million, and you look at what this money is supposed to do. It really is the eyes and ears of the frail elderly in our adult care facilities. And we're looking for $15 million to have the program reach its goals. And as you said, out of a $230 billion uh, budget, we're asking for $15 million for probably the most frailest population living in an institution. And we don't think it's that big of a budget ask. Without this funding, are there other players in this space who are making visits to these elder facilities to these nursing homes? Are there volunteers who are doing the work or is no one keeping an eye on the conditions? Well, you have institutionally, so to speak, the Department of Health oversees nursing homes, but they're not in the nursing homes like the ombudsman are. The, mm-hmm. the Department of Health inspects nursing homes, you know, pursuant to the public health law and federal regulations. But the long-term care ombudsman are the individuals that go in and they get to know the staff, they get to know the residents, and they try to resolve issues. If an ombudsman's not there, there's no oversight or help for these residents. And you hit on another point. A lot of this program relies on volunteers. And so what we're trying to do is get more professionals hired by these not-for-profits that get money from the state and really professionalize the program more. And there's nothing wrong with the volunteers. They do a great job, but we need more professional staff in the nursing homes. And without this additional investment, we've sort of laid out the stakes in terms of the lack of institutional oversight. But what does that institutional oversight translate to? Is there likely to be bad actors falling through the cracks? Is it safe to assume that there will be more problems that are, are not caught if there are less eyes on these people? We think yes. I mean, if you look at the New York State Attorney General, who ARP thinks has done a great job on with her authority over the Medicaid program, nursing homes, she's found uh, a lot of abuse, fraud, our money, taxpayer money being wasted. And um, in our report, one of the recommendations that we um, say is that when there's any type of physical or sexual abuse in a nursing home, that should be reported directly to the Attorney General's office. And, and thinking that it's, no, it's actually another set of eyes and ears on the problem. But back to your point, so in the last quarter of the long-term care ombudsman program, there was 37 complaints regarding gross neglect exp- uh, and physical and sexual abuse. And that's only a three-month period. So we had 37 complaints. In ARP's opinion, when, you, when you're talking about sexual abuse and, and gross neglect in a nursing home, I don't, I don't know how worse it can get when you hear stuff like that. And that's 37 complaints in the last quarter of last year when 80% of all nursing homes weren't even visited. So can you imagine if we had a budsman in most adult care facilities and they were receiving complaints and looking at that and trying to help residents, how many more complaints we would get in those areas? And as I said, I mean, those areas are just, you know, that's 
tough to stomach when you hear those complaints come in from the ombudsman. Well, finally, to peel back the budget-making sausage process here in Albany, what the governor cut uh, the $2.5 million from the year before is what we consider a legislative add-on, something that the legislature secured as part of their back and forth during the governor's budget process. So are you anticipating the legislature will come o over the top of the governor's proposal with the $2.5 million? Or is there reason to believe that the legislature is looking elsewhere uh, this year and won't uh, restore the funding, let alone uh, invest the additional $15 million that you're looking for? The goal is, as discussed, is $15 million, and we do have a lot of faith in Assemblyman Kim, the chair of the Aging Committee uh, in the Assembly, and Senator Clear, the Aging Chair in the Senate, and we're really hoping that they can bring this, uh, this $15 million in. They're very, as I said, they're very dedicated chair um, persons, and at minimum, the two, 2 2.5 should be put in, but, you know, to us, why can't the legislature fund this program, work with the governor, and have this program achieve its goals. We are talking about probably the most frailest population in the state of New York. And we think this all goes back to the governor. The governor submitted her budget, took back the 2.5 million, but then she offered no plan. What's the plan for this program? You know, why should this program continually be underfunded without a plan? Well, we've been speaking with Bill Ferris. He is a state legislative representative for AARP New York. Bill, thanks for visiting us in the studio. Thank you. Thank you very much. Support for the Capitol Press Room is provided by New York State United Teachers, a statewide union of nearly 700,000 professionals in education and health care.